The first release candidate of Rails 2.3 was recently released. So over the next few episodes, I'll be covering some of the newer features that 2.3 gives us. And we'll start this episode off by showing you how to use this great new feature called templates. Now, if you haven't already, you should install this new release by running this command. And then once that's done, you can make sure you have Rails 2.3 by checking the version like that. Now, when I say templates, I don't mean uh, the view templates you think when you're creating a view in Rails. What I'm referring to is application generator templates to help with creating new Rails applications. Now, I'm assuming you are familiar with the Rails command, which you can use to generate a Rails application structure uh, for a new app. And then once that's done, you'll likely need to perform more additional steps to get your Rails application set up the way you like it. For example, you may want to add this to a Git repository or install a couple plugins or gems. And this is where templates come in. They're basically additional scripts which get run after you create a Rails application. Now when we're running the Rails command in 2.3, we have the ability to pass this M option where we can specify a template to use when we're generating our Rails application. But we don't have any templates created yet, so let's make one first. I'm going to make one called base template. Now a template is basically just a Ruby script, but we have access to certain methods which make it almost a nice domain-specific language. For example, we have this run method which can be used to run commands on our system. For example, let's say we want to clear out the contents of our readme file because the one that Rails generates is pretty huge and usually we don't want it for our application. So let's just echo the, to the word to do inside of our readme. And now we can try that out by running, running the Rails command with that M option and specify our base template. And then we can see here it applied our template. And if we look at the contents of our uh, readme file, then it just says to do instead of the long text that Rails generates automatically in there. Now, obviously, we want this template to do a lot more, such as add our application to a Git repository. I pretty much want that on, on every Rails app. So to do that, we can use this git method to run a git command and just supply the name of the command, such as git init. We can also supply options to a, um, a command, such as git add. Uh, we could apply a period, which will add all the files to our index. And then we can say git commit. Uh, we can add more arguments here and say the initial commit. Now, a nice thing about the way this is arguments are passed here is you can stack them. So we can run multiple git commands in, in one line here, such as git add and git commit at one time. So now we have this git repository for our application, but we want to do quite a bit more in between here as well to uh, ignore specific files and such. So basically, I want to repeat the steps I took in episode 96, where I set up a Rails application under a git repository. So I ignore certain files in here and so on. So going back to our template, one thing we want to do in here is create a git ignore file to ignore certain files. And I also want to run a couple other commands to um, add a couple other git ignore files so that the directories are included. And also make a copy of our database database.yaml file so we have a nice example to go by um, because that is not included in the repository. So now if we try running that same command again where we use our base template, you can see it generates a Rails application and adds it to a Git repository. So we can check that out. So now we have a fully functional Git repository here with our initial commit and all the files are inside of it. 
Now another thing I always like to do when I create a new Rails application is run a generator script called nifty layout. And this is just a custom script I made to create a layout file and so on. So can we uh, run this generator through a template? Well, yes we can. So to do that, all you do is just call generate and then the name of the script, such as nifty layout. And you can pass in additional arguments in here as well if you want to. And then when we run this template, it will execute that generator script. So a couple other things we can do inside of a template is set up gems. So for example, if there's a couple of gems we want to install, we can just call gem, pass the name of the gem, and basically the same arguments you would pass to the config.gem method instead of your environment config file. Now it would also be nice to ensure that these gems are installed. So you can run rake commands just by using the rake method and then the name of the command such as gems install, and that will run that rake command after it sets up those gem configs. Now what if we have some plugins as well that we want to install in our application? Well, it's very similar. You just call plugin, the name of the plugin, and then the repository, and those will, will install those plugins as well. So in this case, if we always use RSpec, we will want to set that up, and then we can just call generate RSpec, and that will run that RSpec generator script and set RSpec up for us every new application we create with this template. Now what if we don't always want to use RSpec in every single application we create with this template? Well, it's easy to get around this by using this yes method, or yes with a question mark at the end. Um, and this will prompt the user with a question such as, do you want to use RSpec? And then it'll return true or false depending on what the user responds with. And so we could just put this in a simple if condition, and then it'll only install the plugin if the user uh, returns yes or true uh, when they're asked the question. So we've got a pretty good base template script going on here, so let's give it a try. So it's running the nifty layout generator, running the gems install command, and then it asks us, do you want to use RSpec? So let's say yes, and then it will actually install the RSpec plugins. So it's doing this all automatically so we don't have to take all these individual steps after we create every Rails application, which is pretty cool. So now we have a fully functional Rails application set up exactly the way we like it. Now what if a lot of times we want to have an authentication system inside of our application and we want that to be built into our template? Well, we can add that to our base template, but we may not always want to use it. Not every application needs an authentication system of some kind. So this is a good candidate for a separate template. So let's create one called auth template. Now inside of here, at first we basically want to do the same thing as our base template, so it would be nice if we could call that script instead of duplicating our logic. And actually we can, just by calling load template, and then the path to our base template. Um, we'll have to supply our full path. Now in addition to that, we also want to generate some authentication in here as well. So it might look something like this, where I'm using this ask method to display a prompt to the developer to say, what do you want the user model to be called, basically? And the ask method varies from the yes method because it returns a string instead of a boolean. So we could just say our name, and then we can use that name inside of a generator script, just pass it as an argument into here um, to this nifty authentication generator to generate our authentication. Uh, we'll migrate our database and then add those changes to our Git repository. Now something else we might want to do in the script is generate a welcome page and controller. So that could look something like this, where we run the generate controller um, script and then just call the controller welcome. It'll have an index action. And then we want to add a route. We can do that with the route method. 
and that'll add just that line to our routes config file, which will set that welcome controller to the root or home page. And then um, we just want to remove the standard static index file that Rails generates, and then we want to again commit that to our Git repository. All right, now let's give this new template a whirl by running that command again with the auth template file being passed to it this time. So it should ask us if we want to use RSpec. I'm going to say no. And then what do you want our user model to be called? I'll call it account. And then it'll generate our authentication, migrate our database. Um, and that's it, basically. So it generated everything, uh, prompted us as necessary. And now we have a fully functional Rails application with authentication, a home page, and everything. As you can see, templates are very powerful. But how do you organize them in a way that's easy to access uh, for when you're generating Rails applications? Well, what I recommend is creating a Rails templates project on GitHub and adding your templates into here. You can see I've added a couple templates that we've created in this episode into this GitHub repository. And then you can actually reference these templates using the GitHub URL. For example, when you're creating a Rails application, you can actually pass a URL to this M option and actually reference um, the template on your actual GitHub repository instead of on your local computer. As you can see here, I've turned this into a function which you can add to your bash profile uh, file inside your home directory. And that way, whenever you're trying to create a Rails application, you can use that, call that function instead, um, which I, I just named Rails app, and then just pass the name of the template you want to reference and that will actually fetch it from your GitHub repository, and then you could just pass in the name of the application you want it to be called. So in this case, you would just use that Rails app command instead of the other plain Rails command for generating Rails applications uh, using a template. Another nice side effect of this, of storing it on GitHub, is that whenever you're loading templates, you can also reference them through a URL as well. You can see here back in our authentication template, which we created, Instead of referencing the file, I'm actually referencing the URL of the base template on GitHub. Now there's a lot more to templates which I have not covered in this episode. To get more information, I recommend you check out Pratik's blog post on the subject, which I will link to in my show notes for this episode. And you can even do things, for example, uh, if you need to add a template to an existing Rails application, you can run a rake task to do so. Um, so there's a lot more to templates, and so I recommend you checking out this post as well. And finally, I recommend you check out Jeremy McAnally's Rails Templates repository on GitHub uh, for more examples of Rails templates, and I'll link to these as well in the show notes for this episode. This episode is sponsored in part by Sifter, a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.